Blog Talk Radio. My name is James Brandt, and I'm coming to you live from the Motor City area, the Detroit, Michigan area. I'm so glad you tuned in, whether you're listening live or through the archive version of the broadcast. It doesn't matter. The beautiful thing is this. The anointing of the Holy Ghost is here, whether it's live or on the archive. So right now, I just pray that the manifest presence of God would be released in your life right now like never before. Where you are at right now, in the name of Jesus. Father God, I pray there would be an open heaven over that individual right now. And that your manifest presence and glory would fill that place, whether they're listening in a vehicle, whether they're uh, in their living room, bedroom, wherever it is. In the name of Jesus, Father God, I just pray your blessing upon them. I release a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you, Father God, for this broadcast and for their life. In the name of Jesus, my, 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 before I get started and and just kind of flow in the Holy Ghost, um, I want to let you in on what's happening with my ministry. I just added another date for a revival experience meeting in the Tampa, Florida area, Saturday, June 7th at 7 p.m. I'm going to be at the Tahitian Inn in Tampa, Florida. It's going to be awesome. And uh, we're already getting some responses of, of individuals who are coming. 
And, uh, man, I'm starting to wonder if, if maybe I got too small of a conference room, <laughs> but we're going to go with it. And uh, whether it's packed out or whatever, uh, overflow, whatever, we're going to believe that every life that shows up to this meeting is going to be touched in a mighty way. So Tampa, Florida, get ready June 7th, Saturday night, 7 p.m. at the Tahitian Inn. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a night of power. Now let me let me tell you a little bit about my revival experience meetings. Now there's some areas where I've, go, I've gone, like Joplin, Missouri. Um, there's been a praise and worship team there, and it was awesome. On in other cities though. Um, I just take with me an iPod dock, and we get into praise and worship uh, just with my music on my iPod. So uh, there's, there's some cities where I come in where it's just very simple, very simple. And, and either way, whatever way it is, the Holy Spirit moves in a mighty way. So, I, you know, I, I'm excited. I, I'm just excited to come. Uh, and go around the country uh, to preach the Word of God, to minister to God's people. Amen? That's what it's all about. And I I just simply want to operate in my giftings to be a blessing to the body of Christ and to advance the kingdom of God. And that's exactly what happens. And uh, I I said before, there's really not an order of service. Um, The gifts of the Spirit begin to flow. I, I flow in a... Uh, in a powerful prophetic anointing, so words of prophecy, words of knowledge, I mean, all these things begin to begin to flow in the service. And uh, one thing um, uh, that, that's neat about the service is the revival experiences wherever I go to preach. The presence of God, the manifest presence of God uh, just invades that place. Because it is an atmosphere of faith. We believe, God, for miracles, signs, and wonders, for people to be touched, people to be healed, people to be delivered. I, I, you know, there's, there's some people who don't believe in deliverance ministry. Well, I'm telling you what, I do. And the reason I do is because God does. <laughs> it's all throughout the Word. Jesus went town to town, city to city, casting out demons, even in the synagogues, even in the churches of that day. He was casting out devils. He was setting the captives free. Amen? So um, my revival experiences, uh, some of them, like I said, are very simple. Some are are bigger rooms. Some are uh, like Victory Ministries in Joplin was big. I mean, we had about 250 people, which was amazing. Um, But but some of these, in, which is the Detroit area and, and Tampa for now at least, uh, these are smaller conference rooms. And I'll tell you right now, the smaller conference rooms are, are really kind of fun, too, because it's a, it's a more uh, intimate setting in that place. And we just flow in the Holy Ghost, and I'm telling you, we ignite fires. We ignite fires in the hearts of the individuals that show up. And and I tell you, I can't tell you how many testimonies that I have received for people who have come to my meetings and said, "Man, I am just fired up. I am fired up." Um, you know, I, I've been I've been really dry spiritually, and and wow, I'm feeling great. And and you know, these individuals, a lot of them have gone. On and to go into the ministry, there's been times where people have showed up 
and, and they received a prophetic word, and it just it activated something on the inside of them. It activated gifts and callings. So I'm telling you, Tampa, Florida area, come to this meeting. It's going to be awesome. And just expect the Holy Spirit to do mighty things in your life. And he shows up, I'm telling you. So um, Tampa, Florida, Saturday, June 7th, 7 p.m. at the Tahitian Inn. Uh, then, then the next week, the next week, I'm getting on a jet plane and I'm going to... Albuquerque, New Mexico. That's going to be Saturday, June 14th at 7 p.m. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Going to be at the Courtyard Marriott uh, right next to the Albuquerque Airport. Um, for more information about my events, you can go to James Brandt, B-R-A-N-D-T, dot org, or you can go to Revival Podcast. Org. And I'm also uh, going to be posting a date soon for the next Detroit, Michigan area revival experience. It's going to be amazing. And there's some other cities that I have up my sleeve, too. Just waiting for God to open the door, and I will walk through it in the name of Jesus. Wow. Now, for today, I just, I just want to kind of touch on some topics and, and just see where the Holy Spirit leads and, and directs it. I don't even have um, notes today to talk about anything. And you know what? That's, that's the best kind sometimes, isn't it? And uh, the, the anointing just comes and boom, I'm off to the races talking about something. But something interesting that took place at the Detroit Revival Experience last Saturday it was an awesome group of people. They were so hungry spiritually. The expectation level was high. And it was just, just such a blessing to be around Christians that love the Lord and are hungry for more of his presence. But when I was preaching the word, I was stopped like three or four times by the Holy Ghost just to get quiet. And there was, and in those three or four times, I'm trying, I'm trying to remember, but basically there was like a, an anointing for emotional healing being released in that place, and everyone could feel it. Now, I took that opportunity to tell the people, this is the importance of being sensitive to the flow of the Holy Spirit, that I'm telling you right now, because I could have easily, when I felt in my spirit that I needed to slow down and I needed to just stop and let the Holy Spirit minister to each individual personally and corporately as a whole, actually, while I was preaching, um, I, I, I could have just continued with the message that I was speaking and, and just overstep the Holy Spirit. How many of you know it is totally it is totally possible to overstep the Holy Spirit, and, and that's called quenching the Holy Spirit. You're trying to, you put that fire out. There's a fire there. There's a fire there, and if we would just simply stop and let that fire burn, it would bring healing, miracles, and deliverance to the individuals. Listen, without me even doing anything. Some people call it a holy moment, and that's what those situations were, those, those three or four times in the service where I was stopped. It was like a holy moment, 
There was like a peace that just came down. You could tell the Holy Spirit was doing something in the emotions of the people in that place. Even in me. How many of you know ministers are not exempt from receiving, even at their own meeting? I say, Lord, whatever it is I need, give it to me in this corporate anointing. So I took the opportunity to talk to the people and say, look, because how many of you know we need to be trained in how to flow with the Holy Spirit? And that, and you know what? That is not just for ministers in the body of Christ. That is for every single believer. Because let me tell you something. So my experience, I was there preaching, and I felt stopped. Like I needed to stop doing what I was doing, stop doing what James was doing and talking about, and let the Holy Spirit go to work. Now, here's where this comes in handy for any Christian. What if you're at Walmart? What if you're at a store or you're walking down a sidewalk and you're doing your own thing? You're kind of doing, you know, just walking along, doing your own thing. And all of a sudden you see somebody and you feel that nudge on the inside to stop and talk to that individual. The Holy Spirit gave you a word to speak to that individual. Are you starting to see the importance of learning the flow of the Holy Spirit? We need to go with the flow instead of hindering the flow. So I'm telling you, that's the only way that we will ever see results when we minister to individuals. And you know what? That is stopping and learning the flow, honoring the flow of the Holy Spirit is part of honoring the Holy Spirit. You're honoring him. It's acknowledging, acknowledging him. What does that mean? That means this. When someone walks into the room and you say, hey, how you doing, Mike? Hey, how you doing, Kim? You are acknowledging them. Now, the same is true in our lives with the Holy Spirit. When you start to feel that nudge, when you start to feel like you need to stop doing what you're doing, oh, I feel the Holy Ghost on this right now. You stop doing what you're doing. It's like this. In the Spirit, you're saying, hey, hey, Holy Ghost, how you doing? I hear that. Holy Spirit, I hear that. Holy Spirit, I sense that. Holy Spirit, I'm acknowledging what you are trying to tell me, what you're trying to tell me to do. Are you hearing me? And as we do that, each time, listen to this, each time that you yield to the Holy Spirit, you're going to feel an increase in the anointing each time time. It's going to ramp up. It's going to increase each time you do it. And every time that you do it, oh my, every time that you yield to the Holy Spirit, it will bring results. It will bring a harvest into that individual's life that you are ministering to and even into your life as being the one ministering to that individual. Listen, do you really, you want to know the secret to being filled up with the Holy Spirit? Do you want to know the secret? You need to pour 
yourself out. You need to keep giving out. You need to operate. You need to stir up the gift that is within you. You need to release that gift, and that's how you're going to get more. If you're going to hold on to what you got, you're not going to get any more than what you have. There, and that's why this, there's a reason why. There is a reason why we always use the word flow in connection to the Holy Spirit. Because there is a flow. For him to move through you, it's got to flow through you. There's movement. There's constant movement in the kingdom of God. There needs to be. There needs to be constant movement. So if you want more of the Holy Ghost, release what you got, and you're going to get more. And that's why the enemy loves to get people in depression. That's why the enemy loves to trip people up with despair. Christians, I'm talking. Why? Because that stops the flow. What is, think about one of the chief characteristics of depression, despair, and heaviness. You want to know what it is? It's where you focus internally on yourself. You're totally focused on your own self and not on the needs of the others. And certainly not focused on the kingdom of God. And that's what the enemy tries to do. Listen, the enemy, that's what he wants to do. He wants to stop the flow of the Holy Spirit. The enemy wants to get you so focused on yourself that you stop, here it is, acknowledging the Holy Ghost. That's some good preaching right there, people. I know I'm speaking to someone right now. In fact, right now, why don't you just say, if that's you that I'm ministering to, you just, you just feel your heart, your spirit, man, your heart burning on the inside of you right now. You're like, man, he, he, he's speaking to me. He's speaking to me. If that's you, just say, Heavenly Father, forgive me for quenching your Holy Spirit. Forgive me for not acknowledging your Holy Spirit. Forgive me for focusing on myself. And not your kingdom. Friends, just those simple words, just releasing those simple words will break chains in the spirit realm over your life. Words are powerful. I posted a, a, um, a status today on Facebook. I said, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness... In the spirit realm, there's only two kingdoms, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness. Both of those kingdoms are voice-activated. Both of those kingdoms are waiting. They're hinging on the words that come out of our mouth. Are you hearing me, somebody? Now, here's the thing. Listen to this connection. Words are simply a manifestation of the abundance of the heart of a person. So you could say the root issue, the very thing that hinges, your whole life hinges on, the the, the two kingdoms in the spirit realm hinge on 
your heart? And what is filling your heart tank? That is exactly what will determine. Whatever is filling your heart, that will determine what kingdom in the spirit realm, whether the kingdom of God or the kingdom of darkness, what one are you giving access to in your life? Isn't that interesting? So some people say, well, no, I just don't, I don't believe in that old power in the words thing. Well, you know what? God does. It's, it's all through the word. But here's the thing. This is what most people, they, they, they just don't make the connection. Listen to me. Words are not the root there. Words are a fruit of the heart, the abundance of the heart. The abundance of the heart, Jesus said, the mouth speaks. So it all, everything, listen to me, everything in the Christian life, everything, your whole Christian walk, your whole, your whole life, the fruit of your life hinges on one thing and one thing alone, the condition of your heart. Everything in the Christian life comes down to the heart issue. Totally. Out of the heart, the Word of God says, flow the issues, or spring forth, or flow the issues of life. My, my, my. I can't believe over 20 minutes has gone by already on this broadcast. There is an anointing flowing on this message right now. Friend, we need to start putting our heart in order. There is a battle. In fact, spiritual warfare, spiritual warfare from the enemy coming against us. Do you want to know what it is? The enemy is battling to capture your heart. Listen to me. The enemy is trying to capture the hearts of men and women. Because he knows if he gets your heart, he, oh my, 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 listen to me. If the enemy can get your heart, which includes the thought life, if he can capture your heart, he knows that he can wreak havoc in every area of your life. Are you hearing me, somebody? It all comes down to the heart. The enemy's trying to capture the heart. And listen to this. John 10.10. 10. It says the thief comes not, but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Listen to me. Steal, kill, and destroy. That process begins on the inside and moves outward. Why? Because when the enemy can capture your heart, in other words, you're willingly, you're willingly surrendering your heart to the kingdom of darkness. Now, here's the thing. Surrendering, surrendering your heart to the kingdom of darkness, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking to people who are occultists and in witchcraft and, and all that junk. I'm talking about Christians that give in to the, the fiery darts of the enemy who willingly surrender their hearts. They get into things they ought not be getting into. 
Are you hearing me? Now listen to this. The flesh, walking in the flesh, is a surrendering or a willing, you're willingly turning over your heart or giving access to the enemy to your heart. That's why the Bible says we need to walk in the Spirit. We need to walk in the Spirit. Are you hearing me, somebody? Hallelujah. Oh, Father God, touch that one right now. Oh, in the name of Jesus, Lord, touch that one right now. Touch that one that's listening right now, Lord God. They're getting a revelation. That one that's listening right now, they are getting a revelation of how the enemy's been operating in their life. Listen to me, people. The enemy wants to capture your heart. That's where it's at right there. That's where it's at. If Oh, my, my, my. And, and, and that kill, steal, and destroying process first begins on the inside in your heart. Now listen to me. It's, a, it's medical proven fact. Medical science is catching up to the word of God. Listen to me. Even medical science says that individuals who give in to fear and, and all these other negative emotions, it affects the natural body negatively. Are you, did you just hear me? If you're a mess on the inside, it's only a matter of time until that starts to manifest on the outside. Every part of your life hinges on the condition of your heart. Mm, hallelujah. Holy Spirit, move upon every person listening to this broadcast right now. Holy Spirit, give us deeper revelation and understanding of the heart. In every area, Lord God, that we need to get in order in our personal lives, in our heart. Oh, Holy Spirit, go to that place right now. Bring healing to that individual. And I come against, right now, I come against every demonic spirit that has been blinding you from the truth. I come against every demonic spirit that has been, that has been keeping you bound to depression, despair, discouragement, heaviness, oppression. I bind it right now, and I command it to loose you in Jesus' name right now. Right now. Hallelujah. Jesus, Corrabo Shata Rabo Shata Bamatia Cobrati in the Cataro, Brabo Shata Rebotica Matia Pata, Cobrabo Shata Brabotica Rabacosha, all the issues, the issues of the heart. Everything, everything is surrounded, impacted by the condition. Of the heart. I'm not talking about the physical pump. I'm talking about your spirit, man. I'm talking about your soul. The heart. Who the real you. I'm talking about that right now. Now, many people, they have dealt with issues in their life. Many people uh, who have been abused as children, adults, uh, rejection issues. All of these things. I mean, I'm telling you right now. Listen to me. The enemy the the enemy just not just doesn't pull like put his hand in a hat and oh rejection and throw that at at, at a person no 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 
It's not like that. It's the enemy is very strategic. In fact, you look down through family lines, you see you see generational curses at work. You see what is that? That means there's there's patterns of things: sickness, disease, abuse, bondage. You see patterns. That's what a generational curse is. Oh well, I don't believe in generational curses. Some say. Well. How do I know there's generational curses? Because there's generational blessings. <laughs> and the Bible talks about generational curses. It's very real. And it doesn't take a rocket scientist or, or a, a, a theologian to see in the Word of God that there are indeed patterns. There are indeed patterns of generational curses. I'm telling you right now, the enemy is very strategic when he's coming against you personally, and when he's coming against a family or a family line. Many times something happens in a family line, and it, and it, sets, it sets a generational curse in motion. Are you hearing me? It sets something in motion. What happened? A person that did something years back down the family line, it gave access are you hearing me? It gave access in that individual's life, and it set that generational curse thing in motion down a family line. And it must be broken through the Lord Jesus Christ and verbally renounced. I'm telling you, there is power in our spoken words. You cannot, you cannot convince me otherwise that there's not power in our spoken words. Jesus said, you shall say unto this mountain, be removed, and be thou cast into the sea. And if you believe in your heart and shall not doubt, it shall come to pass. Now, most people look at that in a positive sense of what Jesus was saying. But what Jesus was actually saying is, hey, this is a spiritual law. This can work for the positive, and this can work in the negative. And sad to say... That those in the occult and witchcraft, they've taken hold of this spiritual law, and they release curses. They, they, that's how they do it, with spoken words. They understand the spiritual law better than some Christians, and it ought not to be like that. Are you hearing me, somebody? I'll be back in a moment.
I am back, and I am live from the Motor City, Detroit, Michigan area. My name is James Brandt, and I am your revivalist for today. <laughs> God is good. Amen. We're talking. I, I'm talking about some powerful things today. I'm talking about the importance of the heart. Amen. Now, the Lord's Prayer, Jesus said these words. He said, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, listen to me. That is just not some sweet words there. That's Jesus, you know, everything in the word of God has a purpose. Everything. What Jesus was saying there. He was saying to his heavenly father, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's because this, it's because us speaking those words gives access to the kingdom of God to invade earth. Are you hearing me, somebody? On earth as it is in heaven. Oh, my, my, my. On earth as it is in heaven. Oh, that phrase sounds so sweet. Listen to me. Listen to me. We can say uh, a scripture, a verse, and we just kind of let it roll right over us. Let's say that, let's, let, listen to this. Your kingdom come. Father, your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now listen to me. Why does the Word of God tell us to desire, out of all the spiritual gifts, why does he tell us to desire the gift of prophecy? I'll tell you why. Number one, because there's power in spoken words. Number two, those words, prophetic words, originate in the heart of God. In the heart of the Father in heaven. And it is given to us here on earth. And we re when we release those prophetic words on earth, there's power, there's anointing attached to it. Are you hearing me, somebody? Oh, hallelujah. We need to desire to be so in tune, so in touch with the heart of God, that we speak the very mind of God. Oh, my, my, my. Mm. Wow. Wow. The abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You know, the word of God, the written word of God, those words that are written there, the, the basic instructions before leaving earth, B-I-B-L-E, basic instructions before leaving earth, that, the word of God is a love letter to us humans. It's a love letter. Those words that are in those pages are the abundance of God's heart. And he loved us enough to put it on paper as a letter, a love letter to you and I. The abundance of, the, of God's heart, he wrote his word. Are you hearing me, somebody? That is absolutely powerful. Even, even if, as I'm just speaking this to you right now, I'm getting deeper, deeper revelation and understanding about this. Thank you, Father. 
So listen to me. When you receive a prophetic word, you feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost attached to that word. Listen to me. That word that was released over you, oh, this is good, listen. That word that was released over you was, uh, was the abundance of God's heart, and he released it to a willing individual to, to, to release that word to you. That's why prophecy, when prophecy, gift of prophecy is in motion, it edifies, it builds up, it comforts. Are you hearing me? Oh, that's good. Wow. I, you know what? I've never, I've never seen it from that perspective until right now when I was speaking that to you. The abundance of God, a prophetic word that you have received from the Lord through an individual was the abundance of God's heart being released to you. Oh, my. I'm telling you right now. The enemy, the enemy hates when pro- the gift of prophecy is in motion. The enemy hates, listen to me, he hates every Christian. He hates every human being. He hates every unbeliever. The enemy hates what God loves, and Satan loves what God hates. Are you hearing me? So the enemy, though, I'm telling you right now, you will see anybody who walks in the office of an a prof, of a prophet apostle in that anybody who's releasing the heart of God verbally the enemy hates it and he will try to do anything to try to stop those words from going forth why because he knows the power he knows the power that's attached to it it's kind of like you send in an email with an attachment a prophetic word is a word being released which in, with an attachment. There's an attachment on that word. You want to know? The anointing's on that word. Deliverance is on that word. Healing is on that word in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. My, 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 God is so good. God is so good. Listen to me. Don't hold back. When the Holy Spirit puts a word on the inside of you, you need to release it. A prophetic word, listen to me. A prophetic word given from the Holy Spirit is worthless, is useless, until it's released by the person uh, ministering that word. A prophetic word must be released. It must be released into the atmosphere. It must be released to the receiver. I mean, I have heard so many testimonies of of when someone was receiving prophecy. They, They received healing right on the spot as a word was going forth. Why? Because the atmosphere of heaven, the power of God was an attachment to that word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Lord, I pray, Lord, for the prophetic anointing to be released in the body of Christ like never before. Come on, if you're listening, listen to me. If you're listening to this broadcast right now, I want you to start desiring. I want you to stir yourself up to receive 
a prophetic anointing from the Holy Ghost. This is so important. The Bible says to desire it. It says this. It says to pursue love. 1 Corinthians, I believe, 14, 1. 1 Corinthians 14.1. It says we need to pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, especially, when the Word of God says especially, highlight it. Especially the prophetic we need to walk in, the gift of prophecy. Now, in, in the body of Christ, there's the gift of prophecy that any, any Holy Ghost baptized uh, Christian can walk in and operate in. All right, you, you need to desire that. Now, individuals who uh, walk in the ministry uh, gift of a prophet or apostle, now, those individuals, they walk in a greater dimension of the prophetic, okay? There, there's, just, there, there's just a greater dimension. It, it doesn't mean they're any better than anybody else. Listen to me. We're all, we're all really, I mean, God loves us all. God loves us all, okay? I, I'm not lifting, exalting anyone, but I'm talking about, I'm, I'm lifting up the ministry gift, the ministry gift, the fivefold, the ministry gift of a prophet and apostle. Uh, there is an anointing on that. We, we honor that gifting, right? And, and, and uh, so we, we do need to, because really that's the, that's the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit that is operating through that individual. And, um, you know, the, the Holy Spirit has, has obviously chose that individual to walk in that gifting, and uh, so, you know, like I said, every Holy Spirit baptized Christian uh, can walk in that gift, in the gift of prophecy. But an apostle and the ministry of a prophet in the fivefold, they are, they're, they're going to walk in a greater dimension of an anointing in the prophetic giftings and, and um, the, the discernment and, and stuff. So um, you, we really need to take advantage of all the the ministry gifts in the body of Christ. Now, let me tell you something, because um, I'm not belittling any of the ministry gifts uh, or spiritual gifts. That's for sure. But most people, most people, I mean, they, they, you know, all they recognize is the the pastoral gift. All right, the pastoral or just maybe the teaching gift or even even an evangelist. But the the ministry. Uh, gifts of an apostle and prophet when any when a lot of people when a lot of people hear those two uh, giftings they kind of like oh wait a minute wait a minute okay well why are you accepting the other three but you're rejecting the other two that the bible speaks of in the new testament by the way i'm uh, i'm telling you now why am i saying this I'm saying this because in this end-time move of the Spirit, get ready. You're, you're, you're starting to see it even now, and you're going to start to see it in a greater way, that the ministry gifts of a prophet and apostle are going to rise, are going to rise to the surface uh, like never before. Okay, There's going to be a great release of the anointing and power, listen to me, of power flowing through these individuals in the body of Christ. So... Listen to me, body of Christ. We need to take advantage of all the giftings. Um, you know, is there someone who's in your town who operates in, in the ministry gift of an apostle or prophet? Go, 
Go to the meeting. Take advantage. You know, there's so much, there's so much, um, I, I want to call it maybe competition within the body of Christ where, so, you know, someone goes to a church and they're like, well, I, uh, you know, I already go to a church. I can't go to this meeting, you know, as if they would feel like they're betraying their pastor or betraying their home church. You know what? Get outside of the four walls mentality. It's that mentality that is going to hinder your spiritual walk your whole life. It, the fact is this. The same Holy Ghost that's anointing your pastor is the same Holy Ghost that is anointing that apostle or prophet that's in your town right now doing that meeting. Are you hearing me? It's the same Holy Ghost. Isn't it interesting how we can how we can honor one thing from the Holy Ghost and totally dishonor the Holy Spirit on something else? Well, I'll tell you right now, any area where we dishonor the Holy Spirit, any area where we dishonor the Word of God is going to be a hindrance in our personal life and in our ministry. So I want to, you know, that's one of my, one of my things is I, when I minister, I, I shake up dead religion. I, I shake it up. I, I go in. That's, that's what revival, that's what awakening is all about. You're going in and, and you're, you're, you're just rooting things up. You're, you're, it's like mixing a salad, all right? You're mixing this thing up. And the body of Christ needs some mixing, because when you don't have something that's mixed, it, it, you're, you're going to create a click. Are you hearing me, somebody? You're going to create a click. So what happens? The Holy Ghost comes along, and he wants to shake things up. He wants to mix things up. And, and guess what? It will take you out of your comfort zone. But listen to me. The power of God will only flow. Listen to me. The power of God will only flow in your life. Outside of your comfort zone. God has so much more. We, come on, get, let's get out of this country club mentality. Come on, let's get, let's get out of this whole country club mentality. We got to, to throw that away. I'm telling you, that's one of the thrusts of my ministry is to bust down the four-wall mentality. And it is so refreshing when I meet uh, pastors and leaders, pastors especially. I pastored for almost five years, so I can talk about this. I was there. I've done it, okay? I, I can speak freely about the whole pastoral thing because I've been there. All right? It's refreshing when a pastor has a kingdom mindset outside of the four walls of their church. And so many pastors are paranoid about losing people in their church. Listen to me. Pastor, man, woman of God, you have to understand that the true shepherd of them is the Lord Jesus Christ. And you just, man and woman of God, you be faithful and preach the word. And who, who cares who comes in and out of that, four, uh, of that door through those, in the, inside of those four walls? You just be faithful preaching the pure word of God. That's your job. That's your job. Your job is to feed your sheep. Feed the sheep. Feed the people that are there. 
whether that's three people, whether that's 3,000, 300,000, you feed the people. Don't you dare, woman of God, man of God, don't you dare get caught up in this whole competition thing that Satan's trying to trip you up on. Oh, my, my, my. In fact, listen to me, if you, if you will take that worry and fear out of your life about people leaving your church, get ready. You will see a release of miracle signs and wonders like never before. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to someone right now. I'm talking to a pastor right now. Come on, the Holy Ghost has been tugging on your heart. It's time to do this. It's time to get a kingdom mindset. A kingdom mindset. Listen to me. There's always going to be movement. Listen to me. There's always going to be movement. People are always going to move from one place to another. The fact is this, and, and this is what it's hard for some pastors to really um, grasp sometimes. You know what? Maybe those individuals were meant to be in your ministry, in your church, for a season of time, just for a season, and then they go on to the next season of their life. So stop taking it personally. You just trust the Lord, and listen, again, you, man of God, woman of God, you just be faithful and feed the people the word of God and minister to them. Be led by the Holy Spirit, the best that you know how, with a pure heart. And leave the rest, leave the numbers up, leave the rest to the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Listen to me, that will set your emotions free like never before. Oh my, wow, wow, wow. You will be set free in your emotions like never before. You will start to see, in fact, you will start to see an increase, an increase of the anointing of the Holy Ghost upon your services. Hallelujah. Father, I pray for those pastors, leaders right now. Lord, I pray that every bit of fear... Every blinder maybe that's been upon their heart, that the, the enemy has been trying to trip them up. I come against those blinders right now. I command those blinders to fall off in the name of Jesus. I come against every bit of deception from the enemy. I follow. My spirit, says the Lord, follow. My spirit, says the Lord, go with the flow. The only way to make God known is to get in the flow of the Holy Spirit. Anything else other than that, listen to me, is a misrepresentation of the Father's heart. Anything outside of the flow of the Spirit of God is a misrepresentation of the Father's heart and the heart of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, Father God, you are so good. Man of God, woman of God, this is your opportunity. 
for a new season in your personal life, for a new season in your walk with God, for a new season in your ministry. Take advantage. There, there, there is an anointing on this broadcast right now. Are you hearing me? There is an anointing on this broadcast right now that you need to take hold of. You need to take hold of, and you need to say, God, yes, that's for me. I'm taking advantage of it. I'm tired of doing my own thing. I'm tired of doing it my way. It's not working. I'm not feeding your sheep. I'm not feeding your people the way they need to be fed. I'm not ministering in the flow, in the river of the Holy Spirit. Father, I want to be led by you in all things. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for what you're doing. Thank you, Father, for what you are doing right now. Oh, there's, 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 some, there's definitely some hearts being shifted by this broadcast right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for what you're doing right now. This, this is like one of those holy moments. I just feel it. I just feel the, the peace of God all over this broadcast right now. Lord, I, I release that which you are doing right here, Lord. I release it to the listener right now. I release it like an arrow in the heart of the people right now. And Lord, as that arrow hits their heart, I release healing I release deliverance in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Get your eyes off of the, the people, the numbers. Listen to me. Get your eyes on the heart of the Father. The truth is this. Us as ministers, if our heart... If our focus is not on the heart of the Father, we are wasting our time. We are spinning our wheels in a pit and going nowhere. It's all about Him. The truth is this. Listen to me. The truth is this. Myself, you as pastor, a leader in the body of Christ, guess what? One day we're going to be gone. Guess what? Someone else comes and takes our place. Friend, we need to make full proof of the ministry. While we have breath in our lungs right now, we need to make full proof of the ministry that God has entrusted us with. It's time. It's time to take it to a new level in the name of Jesus. Tampa, Florida, get ready. Revival experience in Tampa, Saturday, June 7th at 7 p.m. at the Tahitian Inn. Oh, my, it's going to be powerful. I, I am so excited for this Tampa meeting. If you're not in the Tampa meeting, fly down to Tampa for the, for the weekend for a getaway and come spend the night, 7 p.m., spend the evening with me. As we all press into the Lord like never before, and we just soak in his presence. We let the Holy Ghost move. We let the Holy Ghost speak in the name of Jesus. Then the next week, Albuquerque, New Mexico, coming to you Saturday, June 14th. 
at 7 p.m. I'm going to be at the Courtyard Marriott right by the Albuquerque Airport. It is going to be fun. It is going to be a blast. Also, uh, there are other dates that I'm working on, other cities that I'm working on. Detroit, Michigan, get ready. I'm going to be scheduling the next meeting uh, uh, for the hometown area. And we got some other ones in the works, I'm telling you, so stay tuned. Go to RevivalPodcast.org, and in the upper left-hand corner, uh, you can subscribe to uh, my email list. And I put ministry updates. Um, Every time I schedule a new date, I shoot out an email, and you will be the first to get it. So go to RevivalPodcast.org or JamesBrant.org. Now, on RevivalPodcast.org, I have a lot of messages, and on the other one also. But RevivalPodcast.org has a a player right on the site, so you you don't necessarily have to download it like you do on JamesBrant.org. And I promise you, those messages will rock your world. They will challenge you. They will take you deeper in the Lord. They'll take you higher in the Lord. You will be changed. You will be blessed. And there will be a fire ignited on the inside of you. And you will take that fire. You will take that torch. And you will ignite spiritual fire in other people's lives. I just love being used by the Lord. All glory belongs to Him. So join me next Tuesday at the same time, 12 p.m. Eastern. I love spending this time with you. I love sharing uh, what's on what the Lord has given me to share. And uh, you guys, you're such a blessing. Go to my websites. Stay in touch with me, Facebook, Twitter, James Brandt. Search for me there, and I will be with you next week. God bless you.